God's Deliverer from Personal and Original Sin Releases Healing. David W. Palmer Personal Sin Let's have another look at Psalm 107 in a different translation of the Bible. Psalm 107 17-20 NLT Some were fools, they rebelled and suffered for their sins. 18 They couldn't stand the thought of food and they were knocking on death's door. 19 Lord, help, they cried in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. 20 He sent out his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. Here we see that an individual's own sin can be a cause for his or her own sickness. People probably merit a lot of the sickness they have through breaking God's laws, knowingly or unknowingly. By breaking God's moral law. By breaking God's natural laws of moderation, hygiene, nutrition, and exercise, etc. The truth is that before salvation, we all stand guilty before God and have no excuse in His sight. If we got what we rightly deserved, we would suffer all kinds of unimaginable things on earth, and then all go to hell for eternity. Romans 3:23 KJV, For all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. The psalmist certainly confessed that his sickness was a consequence of his own sin. Psalm 38 3 NKJV, There is no soundness in my flesh because of your anger, nor any health in my bones because of my sin. A Deliverer from Sin Throughout the Old Testament, God promised to send a deliverer who would save his people from the consequence of their personal sin and Lucifer and Adam's original sins. As we have seen, one repercussions of sin is sickness, so God's deliverer would be the one who would bring healing. We see this prophesied in the Old Testament prophets, Isaiah for example. Isaiah 53 3-5 NKJV, He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. 4. Surely he has borne our griefs, sickness, and carried our sorrows, afflictions, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Parenthesis mine. Here we see that the promised deliverer would first be acquainted with grief and sorrows himself. Then it says that he would carry our griefs and sorrows. To make sure we understand exactly what these words mean, let us look up the meaning of the original Hebrew words from which they were translated. First, the word translated griefs above is defined from Strong's Concordance thus. H2483, malady, anxiety, calamity. It has a very broad definition including, malady, which means sickness and disease, grief, anxiety, and calamity. Now we will look at the original word in Hebrew that translators of the King James Bible put as sorrows in the above passage. H4341. From H3510, anguish or, figuratively, affliction. It has been translated in the Bible as, grief, pain, sorrow. This word also has a very broad meaning, including grief, pain, sorrow, and affliction, basically, it means all kinds of anguish that cause grief or sorrow. The good news embedded here is that Jesus carried all of this for us. God promised that Jesus would come and transport it all away and then we would, in effect, be healed by his stripes. That is, the wounding on his body was in place of the consequence of original and personal sin that would otherwise have come on us. I know this is difficult to believe, that the sinless Son of God would bear in his own body the consequences of our sins. Yet, this is exactly what he did revealing how much He loves us and wants us 100% whole. 
In the last book of the Old Testament, God reiterates His promise to send a Savior, one who would save and bring healing. Here He specifically mentions healing, confirming that healing is the will of God. Malachi 4 2 NKJV But to you who fear my name the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in His wings, and you shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed calves. Sickness is a consequence of sin, both original and personal. In this fallen environment, sickness can be caused by physical, psychological, and or spiritual sources. Therefore, to be a complete deliverer from sickness, God's Messiah would have to deliver people from personal sin. Original sin, Lucifer and Adam's original sins, plus the fallen world and its consequences. Satanic ongoing sin, his continuing usurped control over the world and his unwarranted interference in the lives of innocent people. Praise God, Jesus is the Messiah, He did all of that for us. He is our Deliverer, Sin-Bearer, Lord, and therefore, Healer. The first step to receiving His divine healing is to confess, forsake and renounce our personal sin. Then receive God's forgiveness and His new birth. When anyone is born again, they become a completely new creation that has no track record of having ever sinned. Hence, sickness has no legitimate claim to their body. The second step is to receive God's healing and to learn to stand by faith against the sickness with which our enemy wants to, illegally, inflict us. The third step is to be good stewards of the physical body with which God entrusts us. 1 Corinthians 6 20 TLB For God has bought you with a great price. So use every part of your body to give glory back to God because He owns it. In other words, don't use your physical body to commit sin. Find out what it takes to look after it and to keep it healthy, and then put that into practice so you can use it to serve God, and so you can go the required distance to fulfill your God-given assignment. In later parts of this series, we will look at how to receive healing. But let's next look, tomorrow, at the New Testament to learn more about Jesus and His overwhelming success. Today, I leave you to read and ponder how the Message Bible puts some more of God's relevant instruction for a healthy being, spirit, soul, and body. 1 Corinthians 6 16-20 Message, There's more to sex than mere skin on skin. Sex is as much spiritual mystery as physical fact. As written in scripture, the two become one. Since we want to become spiritually one with the Master, we must not pursue the kind of sex that avoids commitment and intimacy, leaving us more lonely than ever, the kind of sex that can never become one. There is a sense in which sexual sins are different from all others. In sexual sin we violate the sacredness of our own bodies, these bodies that were made for God-given and God-modeled love, for becoming one with another. Or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. So let people see God in and through your body.